Welcome to A Beautiful Psych, the one-stop shop for all things mental health, psychology, and other things related to. Hello, everybody. Welcome. So, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We're talking about breakups. Breakups. That's basically the sound of a breakup. (laughs) When you're hit with breakups, heartaches, or you're just trying to get over that love, that love that got away. Why is this important? Well, breakups aren't very fun, that's for sure. No, I suppose not. Lots of emotions. Yeah. For some, it's it's unavoidable. It's going to happen. There's the odd person that's never had one. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about how you get through a breakup. Fantastic. So what's our first tip? What's the first thing that you think we should do to get over a breakup? Feel your feelings. You got to let yourself feel it. You can't just like push it away, stuff it down in that little box, never... Never bring it back out. No, you got to crank that sad music. What are some of the emotions that you might feel? What do you think? You could be angry at the person or yeah. yourself. Mm, yeah, lots of anger at yourself. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Yeah. And, and with that, there's a lot of regrets. Like, if only I would have changed literally everything, if I only had the power to do and manipulate all things, then things would have worked out perfectly. If only I didn't say that one thing. Yeah. Sometimes we like, feel like, oh, I, if I would have just done this, then they would have loved me. It's like mm. Mm. Some of that bargaining that yeah. often comes up D- as well. Do you well. see that? I do that all the time. Like every day? Oh, all the time. People come in, oh, maybe I'll change, I'll change, I'll do this, I'll do that, you know, if you come back to me. Sure. I'll change, I'll never wear red socks ever again. Yeah. I promise. What about, are there any <laughs> socks? The socks <laughs> is what did it. Basically a, a grief process, right? You're going through your common feelings, denial, anger, burning, depression, some acceptance eventually. And, but it's not really a process. It's more just common feelings. They're, you know, they don't mm. go this one and then this one and then this feeling and then you're over it. You got to let yourself actually feel those feelings as they come. And Yeah, like a mixture. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing that could happen is that there could be relief. Maybe there's some relief out of that that we're not together anymore and I don't have to deal with your smelly feet and smelly face. People might have a lot of mixed emotions too and be a bit confused as to why they're simultaneously happy and sad about it. What is another tip that you think would make it easier? See, I've got mixed responses from this one. So Mm -hmm. I want to side on this limiting contact. When you're together with somebody, you're around them a lot having that connection that's continually being strengthened you know, sometimes there's logistics where you're in the same class together or you live right beside each other on the same block sometimes it's not practical but it can actually really help to not have contact all right what else do we got focusing on you getting a new hobby hitting the gym taking a new class because very often we get so enmeshed in the other person uh, we lose sight of who we are so really figuring out who you are without that other person yeah, absolutely. Your life doesn't end when the relationship ends. Mm-hmm. You need to continue and pick up where you left off. That could be hard because sometimes you do a lot of things together. Sometimes it's it's hard to just switch gears and try new things. We're creatures of habit, but it's nice to maybe try something new and maybe go to places you didn't normally go with that person. What's something that you'd want to try that you'd want to you've never done before that you would a new hobby you would pick up? Fencing. Fencing. Yeah, and I'm not talking about building a fence. No, you're talking about actual fencing with an epi. I've always wanted to do, you know, those like aerial arts things where you like are in like a little cloth spin around and 
do the splits and you're all fancy and flipping around and oh yeah or like trapeze maybe i become a trapeze artist that'd be awesome i was thinking when you said aerial i was thinking jumping out of an airplane and painting things in the sky oh that sounds even better new hobby invented so yeah Yeah. go get a new hobby really focus on yourself try and find something new to do figure out what tv shows you like figure out what kind of different activities you like to do those kind of things what's our next tip let it go like elsa (laughs) from that movie one of the greatest movies of all time it's true in my opinion what do you mean by let it go so sometimes we hold on to things whether it's old texts pictures old love notes <laughs> the love notes the cards the sonnets you wrote <laughs> the, the musical numbers <laughs> yeah the jazz dances <laughs> <laughs> choreographed routines yeah you might be clinging on to those vacations that you might have coming up or those you know lifelong plans those yeah the dreams to race mm-hmm. down the stairs and shopping carts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the thing is clinging on to those things not really that helpful like what kind of things are you are you clinging on to do you have old texts do you read through your old texts yeah i mean that's the thing to ask is like what purpose does it serve by holding on mm-hmm. to some of these things mm-hmm. and it's similar to the grief process is that we find connection some of these things when we grieve over these things we're essentially just holding on to those strengthening those maintaining those by letting those things go it's kind of forces you to to move on for sure do you have anything that you're not letting go i've let everything go <laughs> Because that connects with limiting contact because it's, mm-hmm. again, maintaining the contact with them. you got to ask yourself, is this helping me move on from this or is this actually getting in the way for me moving on with my life? Because mm-hmm. it might feel like you're honoring that person or something by clinging on to those things, but it actually might be blocking you. So that's actually a pretty good question to ask yourself. Sure. It's hard to start new relationships with yourself or with others when you're still holding on reestablish your life we really we kind of talked about this a little bit but (laughs) this is more of like the the practical stuff you know you what concert tickets do you have coming up that you uh, need find a buddy to to go with yeah like bananas and pajamas are coming bananas and pajamas are coming you better find a buddy (laughs) (laughs) and you probably should start now no doubt Making a list of practical things you have to do. You know, do you need to uh, find a wedding date? Do you need to get rid of some tickets? Do you need to change your locks on your door? We go from wedding date to change the locks <laughs> on your door. <laughs> There's a practical In case the bride <laughs> comes after you. Or what are some practical things that you think that you should do when you break up with someone? Separating your stuff. That's another big one. Sure. Yeah. Separating or even getting rid of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting fresh. Just burning everything. <laughs> just burning it all. Burning burn everything. it all down. <laughs> yeah. Burn the house down. Keep nothing. Yeah. Burn it all. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is learning more about yourself. It's like what went well, what didn't go well. How do you how do you learn about yourself in that? Mm. And reestablishing your life too doesn't just mean practical things like like concert tickets and dates and things sure. like that. Like if you live together, you might have different chores that the other person needs to do that you didn't do. That you kind of have to reestablish those routines, practical things like that. Who's you might shave your back. Who's who's gonna shave your back? Who's yeah. gonna get that weird zit back there that no one knows about? No doubt. Gotta have some backup for that. Yeah, figure it back out. Backup. <laughs> get it. Backup. Yep. It's called a backney cam. Backney cam. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think we just found a new product. We have a lot of new products. Coming, the new back knee cam from the couch potatoes. Yeah. What else can you do, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) We're not into typewriters anymore. What do you use instead? We use applications. 
two really, really good ones that um, I've used before with a lot of different clients. There's one called Mend mm -hmm. uh, and one called RX Breakup. Both of them are free because I only recommend free stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why pay when you can get things for free? Exactly. What a world we live in, hey? We are all broke. We are all trying to save money. So for this is a good though? way to go. So the Mend app is really good because it has audio clips. There's a great one about letting stuff go that we just talked about. Sure. And then the RX breakup is really good because it takes you through kind of day by day and gives you little challenges, kind of mm -hmm. tells you different things that, that you could be doing to help yourself, like writing down different red flags, like making a list of different activities you want to do, like those types of things that are very practical. And the good thing that I like about the RX breakup is it doesn't let you skip ahead on mm -hmm. days because I think it's important people very often want to rush through this whole process. Sure. But you got to take your time and you got to really process stuff. That's a good point to talk about. Well, you made a lot of good points. One <laughs> is that in life, you can't skip ahead. Well, can't not the skip. CDs. For all those kids at home that don't listen to CDs anymore. They probably don't know what those are. Okay. Well, <laughs> you can skip to the next track. It's a process. It doesn't always go the way that you want it to go, and everybody's different. We mm -hmm. can't go fast or slow sometimes, and, and that's okay. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just have to accept the fact that it's not going to go the way that you'd like it to go. For sure. And there's no no right or wrong way to heal. Some people want to you know, sit well, there and eat ice cream for three days sure. and cry and eat all the Haagen Dolls. And some people just want to go punch stuff in the gym. Punch. <laughs> or punch someone named Jim. Or punch someone named Jim, depending on uh, who you're breaking up with. Yeah. I, I think one, one point to make is this. Maybe there's not a right or wrong way, but I think there's healthy and unhealthy ways of mm -hmm. going about it. Absolutely. And hopefully some of these tips have helped. Make sure you take your time, though, because, you know, anyone telling you, it's been four days, why aren't you over it? It's been a month, why aren't you over it? Get over it, silly bean. Silly no, beans. it's your it's your grieving process. You, you do you. Yeah, for sure. All right, Which what else we got? Reconnecting. Sometimes we, we very much want to isolate ourselves when we break up with people, but reconnecting to our family, to our friends, that can really help uh, soften the blow and fight off those blues and fight off some of that depression that might come in. Fight off the old blues. You yep. can always listen to blues. What else do you think that you could do? Is even when you're getting into relationships, sometimes you can disconnect with others and it's like, this person is my entire world. Mm -hmm. So it can be difficult when you end a relationship. It's like, okay, well, that's it. I only had that person to attempt to meet all of my needs so again you know whether it's reconnecting making some new friends joining a group you can always try a new hobby that's a great way of meeting new people strengthening connections you already have you sure. know you lost one relationship but yeah work on the ones that you you currently have absolutely call back some people that used to be in your life or maybe weren't as much sometimes it takes a little bit of sucking up pride and saying hey you know what i pushed you away mm -hmm. but i need you now I need you. Uh, having something to focus on with your friends too, that could really help with that. Having something to look forward to or planning a trip or planning some big adventure or something coming up. Because very often, you know, you we get focused on the negative parts of the relationship. Oh, I lost this person. Oh, I'm lonely. I'm never going to be around. But having something to focus on in the future, like, hey, you know, I'm planning this uh, upcoming trip to go skydiving in Malaysia. Cool. Mm -hmm. That sounds rad. That would be the place to do it. Yeah. Yeah planning something to look forward to mm -hmm. how do we learn from this Ooh, learning from your relationships what's oh one of the most goodness. important lessons you've learned in life in from your breakups and relationships there's always room to improve 
You know, one thing I recently learned is that there should always be a pickle person and a non-pickle person in a you relationship. You just totally negated what I just said. <laughs> Did I completely? You just bulldozed that <laughs> and moved on to your own point. So, yep. Yeah, don't do that in a relationship. Don't forget to listen. Can you can you say your point again? No. <laughs> just no. Just flat out no. And it's gone. Every relationship can teach us something. Mm-hmm. We can always learn something new from our relationships. And often we learn something about ourselves or we learn something about somebody else, how people operate, likes, dislikes. Even if it's in a toxic relationship, we can learn things from, from all of those. When we look back at the relationships, is that what can we look back and see? Like, okay, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What are things that maybe I, I could have done a little bit differently? Maybe like next time you shouldn't cut your toenails in bed all the time. Yeah, or cut your friend's toenails in their face. Or like or put ketchup all over your fries instead of dipping it. Sure, or spray ketchup in their mouth. That too. That yeah. probably didn't get you very far in the relationship. Sometimes people do things you don't like or they don't like. I mean, a lot of it is, is, is communication as well. It's like, well, mm-hmm. how did we communicate? Mm-hmm. Did we do it well? Did we not? Well, it's good to reflect on your relationship and look, even if it's a relationship where you you don't feel like you did things wrong or there was nothing, it was a perfect relationship. Uh, it, there's always something in there, you know, and we can slow down and look at what did we learn? What did we get from this? How can we grow as a human being? So I sure. think that can help. Like a tree, we can grow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Breakup recovery kit. The Breakup Recovery Kit from Christina Bell. Google is your friend. Search Breakup Recovery Kit, and chances are it'll come up. But the great thing about this kit, a lot of it, it talks about your, your thinking. So how do I process my thoughts? What was mm-hmm. I thinking during the time? How do I deal with my grief? And sometimes we can just get into unhelpful thinking styles. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is it, is it 100% my fault? Like, a lot of it is about how do I take responsibility for what I put into the relationship? kind of normalizes it. How do we heal and how do we grow and how do we learn from that? So the next one is better, bigger, better, and stronger, healthier. Yeah. Well, hopefully some of this will help some of those uh, crappy breakups and yeah. those sad feelings. And again, for everything else, there's MasterCard. It's true. There is. Next time we talk about Tupperware containers. What is the right size for you?